Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough. And they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. And there was war in heaven. My brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, there's wars in the heavens. There's also a war, a spiritual war, right here on planet earth involving the angels. The angels of God and the angels of Satan. They're in combat. There's many battles, many wars being fought, even as I speak, around this globe. And tonight, I want to talk about these angelic wars on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartland. I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. We're aware that many stories of persecution reported by the Voice of the Martyrs are inappropriate for children. For this radio broadcast, we edit some of the more gruesome details, but we're still counting on parents to filter, explain, and give context to the stories of torture and murder, stories that must be told. We encourage parents to lift up martyrs as heroes and be ready to explain Christ's words in Matthew 10, verse 39, Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. For kid-friendly resources from VOM to use at home, Sunday school, youth group, or even vacation Bible school, go online to persecution.com.
what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus Freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs. Yoon was an eager and curious teenager in China in the 1950s. When he heard about a book that told how to get to heaven, Yoon walked 35 miles to read it. As a new believer, he walked from village to village sharing the gospel. When the police tried to arrest him, Yoon recalled reading in 1 Samuel 21 that David had once pretended to be crazy to escape his enemies. So Yoon did the same thing, making such a spectacle that the police laughed and let him go. Yoon would later be arrested and tortured for his faith, but he would always remain crazy for Jesus. For more from The Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. I've been involved in many encounters with the angels of God who have assisted me in battling and warring against Satan's angels. Not that long ago, I had a powerful encounter with one of God's holy angels. It happened here in Dallas, in fact, in a Methodist church here in Dallas. Larry was tormented by demons and arrived to the Methodist church to our weekly deliverance service for some spiritual help. Obviously, we, the church, the body of Christ, prayed for Larry. As the evil spirits manifested and shouted, You can't have him. He's mine. You can't have him. He's mine. The demon loudly proclaimed, I'm legion, and we are many. Now, legion drove Larry's body out of the church and towards the street. Until I shouted to the Lord's holy angels and asked for their assistance and asked them to intervene in this battle. The members of the church who followed me outside the church as the demons were driving Larry to the road that was in front of the church. The church began to to pray and they witnessed firsthand the spiritual war. Within seconds of me calling upon the the angels of the Lord, the angels of God, literally. I'm, I'm talking to you, my friends, literally. <clears throat> I'm not talking about spiritually throwing him, but the angels of the Lord, literally, before the eyes, the physical eyes of all those who were in attendance at the service, the angels literally threw Larry off the ground and onto an exterior wall of the church in a crucified position. The angels did this, my friends. I mean, I actually felt the angel brush up 
against me as I called upon him, called upon the angels in the name of Jesus. And they came, and they literally threw Larry, this demon-possessed man, Larry, they threw him up off the ground. Now, I've heard from one pastor friend of mine that was there that evening, he he estimated that the angel picked him up eight feet or so in the air. Another person said perhaps it was several feet. So anywhere between that that distance, the fact is it happened very quickly, so it's hard to estimate, but the fact is he was lifted off the ground. Have you seen that, my friends? Have you seen the angels of the Lord in battle? I have. And on this night at this Methodist church, which, by the way, believed in the miracles of God, believed in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, believed in setting the captives free, believed in the ministering angels that are coexisted with us here on planet Earth, we called upon the angels, and the angels literally threw Larry up off the ground and onto the exterior wall of the church. Now, this wasn't demonic levitation whereby the demons took hold of this body and lifted him off the ground. No, it was the angels of God restraining him because they, they knew, they understood, as we understood, that the demons were brought, bringing him out of the sanctuary, out of the church, onto the street to kill him. That's why we need the angels of the Lord. Does not the author of the book of Hebrews tell tells us so clearly in Hebrews chapter 1 that the angels of God are ministering spirits? They're here to help us. Allow me to read it to you. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve? Those who will inherit salvation, well, I have inherited salvation, my friends. You haven't inherited salvation. Well, they're sent, and they're ministering spirits by their very nature. They're ministering, holy angels of God are ministering spirits. That's what the Bible describes them as. And they were sent, just like they were sent that night in the Methodist church. They were sent to us to help us, so we might help Larry. My friends, we're in a war against Satan and his demons. We're at war. As I read at the beginning of this broadcast, in Revelation chapter 12, the Apostle John describes the war between the angels of the Lord and the angels of Satan. Now, the fact is, the angels of the Lord, and I'm speaking of all the angels as a group, the archangels included, are stronger than the angels of Satan. Remember what, how the Apostle John placed it? He described it in this way. There was a war in heaven. Michael, who's an archangel, and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was not strong enough. So Satan and his angels against Michael and his angels, they cannot defeat the holy angels of God. Satan, in fact, and his angels were thrown 
to the earth. They were thrown out of heaven. That's the power of God. That's the power of the angels of God. And on this night, in our, in our battle with angelic, the fallen angelic, the angels of the Lord appeared and literally threw Larry, this demon-possessed man, literally threw Larry up off the ground and onto the exterior wall of the church. The angels of mighty God were literally holding Larry against the wall of the church, against the demon's will. For remember, the demons wanted to take Larry, the body of Larry. Remember, they were in control of Larry. They wanted to take Larry out of the street and kill him so he would not experience freedom. So the angels were holding, the mighty angels were holding Larry against the wall of the church, against the demon's will. So the evil demons couldn't take him away. For a few minutes, the angels held him in this holding position. As you can imagine, all of us, there was a whole group of us attending this special deliverance service. We were simply in awe. My friends, we were in awe as we witnessed a modern miracle of angelic intervention, as we witnessed the battles of the angels of God, the angels of God battling against Satan's angels. I mean, we were simply in awe. And mind you, nobody laid a hand upon Larry. Nobody. Nobody threw him against the wall. Nobody touched Larry during this entire event. Nobody threw him against the wall except these invisible holy beings who are here to minister on behalf of the Holy Trinity. On the behalf of the Holy Trinity. It was amazing. And I've had these encounters with the angels of God numerous times, my friends, numerous times. Not that long ago in Ohio. We had the angels, and I look back now, I, I wish I had placed it on camera, on video, but the angels of God brought forth against the demon's will a lady that was indwelt by a legion of spirits. And the angels brought this body of this woman all the way to a cross that I was holding on to. So that the demons, so we, so we brought the demons up to the wooden cross so they would see the cross, be close to the cross, for it reminds them of their defeat. For the scripture very clearly tells us, for we have defeated Satan by the blood of the Lamb. Where was that blood shed? It was shed on a cross. The Bible says the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is the power of God in the salvation. There is power in the cross. So we had the demons, the angels of God, hold these demon, demons up against the cross, and we cast those legion spirits out. And I want to share what happened on that special night some years ago at the Methodist Church when we battled another legion spirit, another group of legion spirits inside of a young man named Larry. And I'm here to tell you, it's a Victoria story. So do stand by. 
I'll be back after this brief intermission to tell you a little bit more about this battle with Legion right after this brief intermission. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Voice of the Martyrs is still sorting out an unsettling turn of events in Indonesia involving a 58-year-old Christian man who was convicted of blaspheming Islam. When Antonius Bawengen received the maximum five years in prison for distributing literature that allegedly spread hatred of Islam, the sentence was protested by more than a thousand people. But the protesters were not demanding a more lenient sentence. They wanted Antonius to be killed. To punctuate their demands, the mob attacked police with stones and set two churches on fire. For specific ways to support and pray for Christians in Indonesia, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible. He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still, he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. times and time and space you're able to witness this incredibly spiritually brutal war whereby Satan and his demons battle war confront the angels of God now mind you the scripture tells us very clearly in the book of Revelation chapter 12 that Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but, I love that verse, but he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. That great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray, he was hurled down to the earth and his angels 
effective words that the Apostle John used to describe this battle. This vile creature known as Satan was thrown aggressively. They lost their place, my friends. They lost their place. Satan and his angels lost their place in heaven. They were not strong enough, the Bible says. So, my friends, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to remind you once again, you are on the winning side. You are victorious in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I just want to take a moment. Perhaps you've never been born again. You've never experienced this victory. I want you to call upon the name of Jesus, the one who's risen from the dead, who's Lord over all. Call upon his holy name. Say, Lord Jesus, save me. Forgive me. I repent. I turn from sin. Come into my life and live within me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, back to that story I was sharing with you regarding Larry. Here he was up against the, the wall. The angels had placed him there. Against the demon's will, for the demons wanted to take Larry's body onto the street to kill him. And after seeing the angels restrain the demons, I commanded the angels to bring Larry back into the church sanctuary so we could more effectively minister to this young man. The angels obeyed the command and drove him back into the church. Again, nobody touched this man. The angels carried him back into the church from outside, brought him up against, up, took him off the wall, brought him into the church. And brought him to the very front of the sanctuary, where the church, where we the church, proceeded to drive out legion from Larry in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The battle went on for some time as the body of believers commanded legion and the 2,000 or so spirits comprised of him to leave. The evil departed Larry was delivered by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of God. I bless you, my friends, in that name, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 